Gonna 
every chance you get Let your eyes get wide when you look at the stars With the same sense of wonder as a child's heart With the ones you love, treasure the time And for those who are gone, keep the memories alive Hold on to your dreams, don't ever let go There's a fire inside you, burning with hope this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, gonna let it shine. Days when you wanna give up, when the clouds settle in. But after the rain comes the sun. And don't you ever forget Don't forget Try and don't forget One day there will be no more pain And we will finally see Jesus' face So until then I'm gonna try to brave the dark and let my little light shine. Little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let Gonna let it shine, gonna let it shine. Whoa, shine. I'm gonna let it shine. Little light inside us all. What an appropriate song for the message. Hiding our light or letting it shine. We'll be looking at that kind of that uh, whole topic this morning. Do something just a smidgen different. We're going to read the verse, but we're not going to stand. Because I'm going to do something just a little different in just a second. But the very first verse that is kind of the theme for this morning, for the title, Hidden. And that's, of course, this text that's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Verse 3 is our theme for this morning. I want everybody to take a look at verse 3. But... If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Every head bowed and every eye closed. 
Right now, I want you to think Think of somebody that you know that you really care about. That's alive right now. Think of somebody that you know that needs Jesus. They need to turn their life around. They're lost. I want you to think about right now how awful hell is. In your mind's eye, think about somebody hurting, somebody suffering, somebody that needs Jesus. Yet we continue to not share the gospel with them. We don't take a chance. We don't tell them. We don't tell them about Jesus. Father, as we bow before you, it is the most awful thing in the world for a Christian to hide the gospel. Dear Lord, we need to be more careful, more zealous, more on fire for you, to, to want to share the truth, to tell others about you, to not give up. Father, bless the rest of this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Keep your Bibles open. We'll be looking at that. Just real quickly before we move off of verse 3, we'll get back to it in just a second. And uh, I need you to know this. I need you to know that the, in verse 3, when it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. The word lost means perishing. That's, they chose to translate it lost. and In their mind's eye, they're lost. They're doomed. They, there's no, they're, they're, they're out there. They're wandering around. And it, it literally means dying. If our gospel is hid, it is hid to people that are, that are dying. It's hid to people that are perishing. They're, they're drowning. I mean, think about it right now. I've, I've, uh, had the opportunity, uh, in 1985, I was a certified lifeguard. And I uh, was working, had the opportunity to help rescue two drowning victims immediately out of the water. To, the, the, there's nothing, I, I've never seen more panic-stricken face than somebody that was drowning. Matter of fact, one of our very first training, whenever I was trained, was how, basically, how to come up, go underwater come up behind somebody that's drowning because a drowning person will drown you and how not to become a victim ourselves. That was a part of our training there at Stephen F. Austin State University, underwater search and rescue. And afterwards, having that opportunity to help somebody 
that was drowning. Folks, people are drowning and perishing all over Ashley County. But a lot of times our gospel is hid. Our gospel is, we're, we don't, we, it's under, it's under bushel. I mean, it was only God's providence that Jordan sang that song this morning. This is a lot of mine, but our life, I mean, we, we keep it, I mean, it's, it's hidden. We keep it tucked away. We don't share it. Our gospel. And notice it, it says in that verse, it doesn't say God's gospel. The church's gospel. Folks, if you're saved, it's your gospel. It's your good news. That's what it says. Our gospel. That is a personal pronoun. And I wonder sometimes if we have a personal Savior. Is He your personal Savior? It's, 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 not, it's not promised land, Savior. It doesn't belong to a building or a community. He belongs to you. Now, I know you make up the community, but folks, the word our is personal. He's mine, plural, our Savior. Is it your Savior? But if our gospel is hid, it is hid to Ashley County. It's hid to those that are lost, those that are perishing and saying, there's a way into heaven. There's a, then you just, but people say, well, I'm, they measure their, they meaning anybody who says, well, I, I get there because I'm better than so-and-so. I get there because I'm a member of a church. I get there because I'm baptized. But we know that's not the gospel, is it? The gospel is Jesus died and was buried and rose again three days later in order. He shed his blood for you and I. Hidden. Paul is trying to encourage the church at Corinth who had has struggled with all kinds of problems. It was an imperfect church. Jesus is a perfect Savior with a perfect gospel for an imperfect world. And that's what we are a part of, isn't it? Look at verse 1 as we look at this simple uh, idea. Don't give up. Don't give up. In verse 1 it says this, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. You know, as he begins to go through this, and where the Lord, uh, God is, of course, writing, inspiring Paul to write this, he's headed for a point. This church had been through discouraging times, and he's trying to get them, I've got to live differently. I've got to do differently. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, this, I've, I need to serve others, this opportunity to, this minister. Minister means to serve. If I minister to you, I serve you. I don't need to give up. Now, guess what? The whole time you're trying to live for God and you're trying to live for the Lord, there's somebody that wants to see you quit. There's somebody who wants to discourage you. He's our enemy. 
The enemy to the gospel, of course, is the devil. The devil wants to see you quit. You can call him whatever name you want to call him. The Bible has a bunch of names. The devil, Satan, the serpent, Beelzebub, the deceiver, the accuser of the brethren. He wants to accuse you. He wants to discourage you. He wants our church to become discouraged. He wants our church to become inward focused. In other words, I would like to spend more on ourselves than seeing the gospel spread. I want our church, and a lot of churches to become inward focused instead of outward focused. The enemy, folks, Satan doesn't take any time off. He doesn't take any time off. I like uh, what uh, one... <coughs> Preacher was uh, talking about he was working really hard and uh, he was needing some time off. And uh, one fella who said, "Well, I, I tell you what," he he was against the preacher taking any time off. And he said, "Well," and the preacher said, "I just need some time off." And the, and uh, one of the fellows who was against him having any time off said. Well, preacher, you don't need to take any time off because the devil ain't taking any time off. We need to be out there fighting. He, and the preacher didn't bat an eye. He said, yeah, if I don't take any time off, I'll be just like him. So, you got, I mean, if you don't take any time off, we'll be just like him. The devil doesn't take any time off. He's not in a physical body like us. We do require rest. He doesn't. He's not in a physical body. He can use you to get the job done. He can make you quit. He can discourage us. He can discourage others. He can make us hide our gospel. Folks, He doesn't want us to tell anybody about how to avoid hell because without Jesus, we're all headed there. So number one, don't give up. That's the very first verse. Number two, I call it step forward boldly. Look at verse two. Okay, but we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Notice there's that word hide or hidden. What what are we hiding? All of us have something to hide. Every one of us put on a front, even at church. Very rarely do we do we open up ourselves. That's just that's human nature. Everybody, everybody. We've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, Paul's saying here how we should live, not walking in craftiness. In other words, stop being sneaky. A lot of this, you know, a lot, you know, human nature is human nature. It doesn't matter whether you've been saved or whether you're lost. All of us have it. It's called sin. All of us, if we don't want to get caught, we get sneaky. If we want to say something with just one person, you know, think about it. Even a whisper is, is just trying to be sneaky. Now you can say, well, I'm being polite. Yeah, but it's, in other words, you're just trying to come below the radar a little bit. But a lot of people use a whisper, we use backbiting. So it says here you can use those things in a bad way. So we lay those side of those things aside, but we've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Literally to renounce shameful ways to stop being sneaky and quit being deceitful with God's word. So many times 
Think about this. And I thought about that phrase, not, nor handling the Word of God deceitfully. All of us, including a, you know, and I consider myself to be a scriptural preacher of the Word of God. But folks, if you and I, and I'll apply it to me, if I say one thing and do another, you've just handled the Word of God deceitfully. Think about that. If we say one thing, but do another, that's handling the Word of God deceitfully. All of us do that from time to time. We're all hypocrites. Some people say, that church is full of hypocrites. We're all hypocrites. All of us are. No, no, so many times, well, I shouldn't. somebody said, I should have said something. That makes us a hypocrite. If we say one thing and do another, I need to speak up for the Lord more. What it meant, what you meant was, was I didn't. Think about that. If you've ever said that, I should have said something for the Lord. I should have invited somebody to church. What does that mean? You didn't. You and I didn't. Which makes, and we say we should, which makes us a hypocrite. But we're all that away. None of us are perfect, but so many times we forget that we won't step, we need to step forward boldly. Their very last phrase, deal with it. So, I don't need to, I need to be aware of my shameful ways, the hidden things of dishonesty. I don't need to be sneaky. Sneaky is just trying to get your own way without alerting anybody. <laughs> Handling the Word of God deceitfully. And then it says, but by manifestation, I need to let others know where I stand. Manifestation, that's just an old big word. I need to reveal. I need to reveal what? Of the truth, commending, and actually it means recommending, putting out there, letting it be seen, demonstrated. I need to demonstrate what? Your life, ourselves, to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So if I need to do that, if... How do you demonstrate your life? How do you recommend your life? How do you commend yourself to others? Somebody says, uh, well, hey, I, would, I want that position. I want to do that. Well, wh- wh- that means I'm recommending myself. How do, you dem- how do you recommend yourself to others? Do you demonstrate Jesus? Do you rec- And then... Moving on, the tragedy. So all of this, the tragedy is this. Most of us hide our faith. Most of us hide our faith. The devil is shouting when we hide our faith. The devil gets excited. Satan gets excited when we hide our faith. How how can we hide our faith? Well, number one, we can do it by not speaking up. We can do it by uh, not telling people where we go to church. We can do it by uh, not literally publicly praying for someone. 
Try to try to meet new people. Find out about them. And then what happens if we hide our faith? How does, how does the devil do it? Look at verse 4. In whom, so we're talking about hiding the gospel. In whom the God of this world, notice that little g, the God of this world, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. How does he blind? Well, it doesn't mean that they... It's not talking about uh, physical sight. He, he's, blinding the, he's blinding our mind. He's blinding our hearts, okay? In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds. You know what? How can I blind you? I could just put a... I can take a bandana or some other uh, blindfold and I can put it over your eyes, can't I? And you'll be, you'll be blind. Just anything put over your eyes. Put something to keep you... From, from seeing, we've all done that, you know, pin the tail on the donkey games or something like that. You've all tried to put something over where you can't see. But folks, what, what keeps us from seeing the gospel? <clears throat> Pardon me. How, what does Satan put over our eyes? What does Satan put over even a saved person? He can put something to keep us from seeing Jesus. Now, why does he do this? He has a goal. He's not just doing this for, to make you get dizzy, such as a game. This is not a game. It says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And folks, the last time I checked, the last time I looked, anything that shines is putting out light. So the gospel, this, you know what Miss Jordan's saying? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. What about what's shining in our hearts? What's shining in your life? What are you, what are you demonstrating? Remember, commending, recommending, that word means demonstrate. What are you demonstrating? What light are you recommending or demonstrating? What gospel are you and I sharing? How can we do this? So many times, matter of fact, the other day I was up at Fiesta Linda, a new waitress up there here in Hamburg. So uh, Trey and Rodney were with me, and so I asked her name, find out about her, talk to her. And so we, you know, a lot of times you don't have time in a public setting, but you just try to meet somebody, try to share the gospel. I didn't share the gospel with her. She is, but could have invited her church. I don't think I did. Why didn't I? Maybe I said, well, she's too busy or maybe she walked off or this or that, but meet somebody, share the gospel with them invite them to church tell them about jesus just real real short we've often we put i try to provide track tracks you know, track rack that's in back, back there and it's got a lot of neat illusion tracks different kind of tracks find one that you like and use it and say if you don't like one just tell them some people don't like to give out tracks and uh it's kind of like um 
One time I was uh, talking to somebody about witnessing. I said, tracks are good. If you're busy, you can give them to people. Or if they're busy, they can pass them by. Somebody, just being a smart aleck, I don't know, but they said, well, I, Brother Michael, I don't like tracks. I said, well, what method of the gospel of evangelism do you use? That's what they said. They said, okay, I'll stick with mine since yours doesn't sound very appealing, you know. So find one that you like. So it doesn't matter. So you're trying to share the gospel, trying to let your light shine. Find something that you like to share people, whether it be giving them a gospel tract that has the information of the gospel. You say, I don't like that one. Then what do you like? And then if we don't like any of them, then you're back to this. Your gospel is, what's the title of the sermon? One word. It's hidden. I'll stick with mine if you want to stick with hiding. Okay? It doesn't mean any of us are perfect. And listen, I miss opportunities and you will too, but be aware of them from now on. Know that Satan is cheering. He is excited every time we miss an opportunity. And we go, man, I blew it then God has your attention. If you even realize you blew it, if you even realize you missed an opportunity, then God, the only one that convicts us to witness is the Holy Spirit. Folks, Satan's not reminding you to witness. Who is? It's the Lord. Look at verse 5. Verse 5 is simply this. What is this all about? For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. We've heard this so many times the past, uh, you mean years of our life. It's all about Jesus. Everything. Well, to me, well, then you just, it just left. <laughs> well, I. Then it's not about Jesus anymore. Sometimes we, we get ourselves out there what's important to us. Folks, it's our, this is again not our church. This is the Lord's church. And it's our gospel because He gave it to us. It's our good news. He died so that you could live. He rose again so that you could not have to die again. And He died and shed His blood for you. What it's all about is, verse 5, we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus. Verse 6, this is lastly. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The closer you get to Him, the more life becomes unselfish, 
the closer you get to him, the more concerned you are about lost people. Before we have a hymn of invitation, what is this message all about? But if our gospel, it is hid, and I'm going to change that last word, it is hid to those, to them that are perishing, that are dying. If your gospel, whose gospel is it? Your gospel. If you're saved, it's your gospel. It's your good news. Jesus didn't say, go into all the world and I'll just get them to you. Go into all the world and put up a sign. Go into all the world and write a book. No. He told us to go into all the world. Books are good, but tell them about this story. Tell them about what happened to you. As we prepare for a hymn of invitation. Father, I just bow before you this morning. Asking you for us to just consider. For a moment this morning. If we are hiding your news. Your, the, what you gave us. Your gift of salvation, if we're hiding our gospel. Your precious gift of salvation. Father, help us to not take it for granted. Help us to be a going church. Help us to be a church that recommends, that commends, that exemplifies, that shows your love and demonstrates it to others. Father, thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen.